0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Welcome to the program, America. <laughs> <laughs> Even you, Utah.
2: <laughs>
3: Nebraska,
1: <laughs> the, the have a seat. State.
3: <laughs> That's the one. No caffeine in this. So Mormons can enjoy. I have a question. Yeah, did you ever have to memorize the state capitals? Yes, I mean, I think I had to. I think I did not. Yeah, I was asked to. I was assigned (laughs) memorize. I still don't know like what shapes the states are. Like I am terrified at maybe there would be some oblong. Yeah. Uh, There would be – there's some instance where I would have to fill in the states on a map and I would do so bad at it. They're all hexagonal. That's why America is known as the
1: Great Honeycomb.
3: (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. The Honeycomb hideout, if you will, (laughs) where we hide out from the other countries.
1: (laughs) Don't tell them we're here. Yeah. I, I was I, – in middle school, I had to memorize every country. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I had to memorize – All
3: countries?
1: Yeah, every country. That seems like too much. It is too much. It's too much to ask of a child. There's two Koreas. But I think it speaks
3: <laughs> – <laughs> They're different in some way. <laughs> I don't know.
1: It speaks to a fundamental problem with the American educational system, mm-hmm. which is that yes, our – Priorities mm-hmm. are misplaced mm-hmm. right from the very start. If you think what is this what is the building block on which all American education is built? Mm-hmm. The answer to that is what sounds do animals make? Oh sure,
3: yeah, that is a <laughs> that's, big part of early education.
1: That's not The barnyard. That's not an important I know. piece of information. Sure. It's not something that you need to you don't like it's not like well to you got to have you you got to have calculus 1 to do calculus 2. There's no barnyard sounds, too.
3: Yeah. It's well, unlikely. go to sea sounds. It's unlikely that Did you, that you not it's... make it to sea sounds, Jesse? Oh, no. Well, what maybe? sound does the humpback whale make, Jordan?
2: Aww. <laughs>
3: That's perfect, by the way. I was, I was as good at sea sounds as I was bad at state capitals. <laughs> So maybe this little rant of yours is born yep. of being self-conscious that you never made it out of barnyard and into sea. Yeah, I guess so. You want to go back to school, do a Billy Madison kind of thing? No, then I wouldn't
1: have my signature
3: rants. Well, that's true. We <laughs> can sell your signature pants. <laughs> and your signature aunts. Your mom's sisters. Talking about Aunt Debbie? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love Debbie. She's great. She's good in everything. Um, Christmas, she's
1: getting that. uh, I I have a question, Jordan. Please. Should we introduce our guest? I would love to. (laughs) Uh, Our guest on the program is a celebrated television comedy writer. Mm -hmm. He's written for programs including but not limited to The Daily Show, Mm -hmm. The Simpsons Family, Mm -hmm. and most recently, executive producer and showrunner of Harvey Street Kids on the Netflix streaming video platform. His name, ladies and gentlemen, Brendan Hay. Hi, guys. Hi, Brandon. Welcome. Hey. Thank you. Nice How of really? you to introduce yourself to me the other day, by the way.
3: Yeah. Like, very awkwardly at the end of a party as you were walking out. I figure it's the perfect time. Ooh, you guys have been socializing? <laughs> Dish. How was it? Uh, delightful.
1: Uh, not as good as I remembered. Oh, mm. Yeah, I hadn't socialized in a couple
3: of years. <laughs> oh, yeah, kind
1: of a letdown? I, I kind of built it up in my head. Yeah, like yeah. Caddyshack. This
3: is going to be great. <laughs> you think it's going to be fun? There was a whole lot more boat chasing in our socializing, so that's, yeah, much oh. like Caddyshack. No. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Our friend Elliot Kalen from the mm-hmm. Flop house, mm-hmm. uh had a small gathering at his home. Uh, for his birthday, mm-hmm. kind of a last-minute birthday
3: Fun gathering. way to know I wasn't invited. That's Sorry. Fine if there's any other bombs you want to drop on me. We'll get you invited mm-hmm. next time. Well, thanks. Uh, you know what? I don't want to be invited. Okay. I don't want to. That's good. The next bomb was actually, Elliot said, not next year either. <laughs> oh, wow. There's an opening oh, in 2022. Okay, <laughs> if I play my cards right, yeah, just really work on it. sidle up to Elliot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we watched the Elliot's favorite movie, mm-hmm. The Taking of Pelham One Two Three.
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was in all ways okay. a,
1: a middle school birthday party. Oh yeah. sure, yeah. <laughs> um, and what I like what I liked about it is it's it's rare to know someone who can get away with not only just inviting people over to watch his favorite movie for his birthday, mm-hmm. uh, but also uh, offering like a an American movie classic style <laughs> uh, spoken word introduction oh, at the top where he sure. stands in front of the yeah, television, right. between the audience <laughs> and the television, mm-hmm. and introduces his favorite movie. But the reality of the situation, Jordan, mm-hmm. is there are two facts that cannot be overcome in my description of this. One of, it, one of them is The Taking of Pelham 123 is a fucking great movie. Yeah. And so who wouldn't want to watch it? Any it's, chance totally great mm-hmm. it's yeah. a fucking delight top to bottom uh number two fucking Elliot Kalin is great at introducing no, it no he should be doing that yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so like a, he is <laughs> Man, fully qualified thanks
3: this I wasn't invited wound <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Jordan. Christ yeah. sounds That's like it was right, like Jordan. A, yeah, it he gives good. you fun facts he uh yeah. sets the mood some context about New York City in 1972
1: <sighs> Sounds great. Yeah. No.
3: Sounds like it was a he's, real-
1: If it makes you feel better, he's got a smallish television. Mm-hmm.
3: Well. Yeah. Probably
1: too small for a big guy. It really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. so I,
3: I would have been squinting the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was probably better Yeah, we were, we were squished. It was good. You know, home yeah. alone, yeah. but not squinting. You There's had a, space and no squinting. Yeah. yeah. There was a pretty solid snack selection. Oh, very, yeah. yeah. Fuck, come on, guys. I was just starting to feel better. <laughs> I, I was... did. I had stomach trouble the next day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... so.
1: And we had to be quiet so we didn't wake up the baby.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So maybe the <laughs> Oh, did I mention we were fucking? <laughs> oh boy, guys. Yeah. This has been such a roller coaster. Every time I think I've become okay with this yeah. Yeah. I'm I you re you 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 salt the wound yet again. This is <gasps> Yeah, we greased up and went to pound town. I mean, you yeah. watch Walter Matthau in 1970s without fucking. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, everyone's <laughs> yeah. hard, yeah. moist, yeah, et oh, a Little yeah. Robert Shore, too. I mean, natural loop. Mm. How, about a, how about
1: a little dusting of one Jerry Stiller?
3: <laughs> and maybe a couple of scenes that are racist in yeah. hindsight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A couple, yeah. Of those. a couple of those. But I still, yeah. man, well, it sounds like a fucking blast. And. Yeah. And Nothing. then at the end of it I awkwardly introduced myself as was, I think I'm gonna be on your show soon. I was that very fun. Yeah, it was very it was funny. fun. Uh, well, you know, now I guess I'm now I know who not to invite when I do mm-hmm. my birthday this year where I do an elaborate intro for Cliffhanger. Ooh, <laughs> oh. the Sylvester Stallone mountain climbing film. I hope you have a good Michael Rooker anecdote. Mm, I have enough time to get one. My birthday's in May, so I okay, got a couple good. of months to get a
1: rooker anecdote. <laughs> Let's see the training
3: montage. Yeah. yeah does he play Does he play the soccer villain? There's like a soccer no, villain. Uh, no, he's that. the one who I think ends up spoiler killing the soccer villain. He's like uh, the Stallone buddy who's kind of angry at Stallone because Stallone let his girlfriend die. I'm working from seeing this in a theater in 1993, but I'm sure. pretty sure that's correct. Yeah, I'm working for. I have actually never seen it. I only saw. The- <laughs> Cutscenes in the Sega CD video game, Fair which enough. was one of the first video games sure. with uh, you know full motion cutscenes. Jordan tries to focus on the really important films in the <laughs> Stallone yeah. oeuvre. Sure,
1: Demolition Man primarily. Demolition Man, wow, Comparing. that's really all. Yeah,
3: and of course, over the top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I do. I re- something. I have seen Cliffhanger. I do remember something about that. There's a great like you know it, it, it's in the in in the time when those action movies had to be super jingoistic, and of there's course. like a. A villainous European soccer player who is like as part of the bad guys kill team and he like ha he wears cleats on the mission and like just is there to kick people. Yeah. He uses his soccer skills to like kick people in the face. No, like his actual like the finishing move that ends up I think eventually leading to his doom was he kicks people off the mountain. Like there is something <laughs> right. like it's like, oh, as you're as hanging they, there, he comes like charging they, at you. As with they the cleat. were a soccer ball. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's a good like the, move. that's like that scene in Jim Kata where he's in uh, the village of the crazies sure, yeah. and he gets cornered and then there's a pommel horse there. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like that, but uh, with, yeah. uh, you need less gear, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You don't and have to study Jim
1: Yeah, you don't need gymnastic skills or karate kills because you got <laughs> soccer kills.
3: <laughs> uh, Brendan, can I ask a question about your Please television do. show, Harvey Street Kids? Please. So this is a this is I have watched a few Harvey Street Kids, even though I have no children. Yeah. Uh, I have no children and also not a lot going on. (laughs) Uh, It's a really, really funny show that I think, you you know, uh, even if you're a childless animation fan, you would enjoy. (laughs) Uh, But the characters in it, they are like from the world of Harvey Comics. Yeah. About two thirds of them actually are like updated from the 1950s or yeah, 1950s, even some earlier, I think, uh, Harvey Comics characters like Little Dot, Little Audrey, Little Lotta, that sort of thing. And you could you... It was there talk of involving other... Like, can, can Richie Rich, in theory, come into your show? Totally. We are canonical for Harvey Street, I guess, or Harvey uh, Comics. Okay. It is basically the fun thing of what does DreamWorks want to give us permission to play with. Sure. So, um yeah, you know, we are pounding on the doors to get Baby Huey. I was going to ask about <laughs> Baby <laughs> Huey. That is the show's dream yeah. of let us just have a violent man-child uh, duck. But uh, not yeah. violent, Oh, I just I assumed
1: you meant Baby Huey the... Late nineteen sixties, Curtis Mayfield protege, <laughs> <laughs>
3: the
1: psychedelic soul
3: legend. Yeah, yeah. Who dressed up as a duck? Yeah, and went yeah, to town. Sure, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Who really yeah. went to town. <laughs> yeah.
1: So um, they really grease up and go to in this show. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, you know, That's I figured. That's what's true. What what are um, the top. What yeah. are the
1: What are the Harvey Comics characters that I would know? Richie it, Rich.
3: It's Richie Rich and Casper. Uh huh. Then you drop a whole lot of notoriety. You might have your... Um, Casper,
1: uh, the famous mattress? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: The dead boy mattress. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you have Wendy the Witch and Hot Stuff and Baby Huey. I feel like they're maybe mid-tier. And then the Harvey Girls were Is a little Hot bit more Stuff, lower tier. Stuff a
1: little pokey devil?
3: Yeah, that guy. Okay. Yep, exactly. A Got little it. like horny devil in a diaper. Yeah. Got it. Was and he horny? I-, I can't tell. Just every oh, expression on his face. Yeah, I mean, the literal part, but... It's a lot of those characters, the way they're drawn, yeah, a little bit both ways. Sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Then you got to the Harvey kids. And after that, it got even more obscure of like Timmy time or something. That was like a time traveling kid and just stuff like that. A lot of alliteration. Uh, Joey jump. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, He likes to jump. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, Booster Gold. Made her money. Sure, yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you already know Mm. this comic world before you came to this work?
3: Not at all. Uh This was a – I absolutely love the show. It's been one of the best gigs I ever had. And it also was totally one, hey, we're doing this project. Do you have any interest? Uh So I – yeah, no idea at all of – uh, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm more of a superhero comics guy. I can go deep on Marvel, not so much on uh, Harvey Comics. So it got a little, well, learning here. We nice.
1: had a friend, Ian Brill, a longtime oh, listener, I yeah, who was a, he was a the editor of like all the Darkwing Duck comic books yeah. or something. Like he worked for a comic book company yeah. over at Boom, yeah, that just specialized at the time in in licensing a character no one else cared about it <laughs> and <laughs> making comic books of it. Uh, I feel like that is uh, I feel like that is a, a like an exciting prospect. Yeah, to get an abandoned character and get to do things.
3: Oh, absolutely, because it is one of those things like. Before this, I worked. I've worked on some properties where it's like, oh, people really have like an active passion about these characters. So here it was like, no, pretty much do whatever you want as long as you make something of it. Have fun. So uh, it was cool. It Just was, don't change the boys into girls. Yeah, actually, that even that will ruin my childhood. There you go. Oh yeah, no, we did have uh, one adult uh, who has been a fan, I believe he said, since 2006, so he kind of knows this stuff (laughs) and was very, very upset that uh, we didn't switch genders, but we did switch races. Uh, And he wanted to clarify, he's not a racist. (laughs) He's just a really, really serious fan. Sure, yeah.
1: Here's my question, Brendan. What happened late in the second Bush administration <laughs> mm-hmm. that led him to to escape into the world of Harvey Comics? He's like, it's 2006. The time has come.
3: <laughs> I assumed he was just keeping a very thorough book of everything he ever wanted to read one day uh-huh. and just got to, to – Letter H. Sure. Yeah. Okay. The whole entire back catalog finally
1: took care of remembrances of things past. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now it's time for a
3: tear. <laughs> yeah. Well, I sure enjoyed every Bazooka Joe comic. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? If someone, if someone wants a new, hot, new take on Bazooka Joe, he look just. Dying I'd love for to. It. Yeah.
1: Can I tell you something about Bazooka Joe that I learned recently? Please. What?
3: Bazooka. Joe... Oh, I just want to point out. I. I also. In my version, he will have to be white. Oh, sorry, okay. sorry. I won't. Again, not I'm a racist. Won't. You just. I'm you're not a fan. racist. I just. I think it should be pure. Jug, Jughead <laughs> is Blazion, though. <laughs> yes, Jughead is Blazion, <laughs> and Mort is a uh, sentient gas. Oh wow. <laughs> wow!
1: All right. So here's something. I yes. genuinely. I genuinely have fond remembrances of Bazooka Joe. Yeah. Because I think there was a newsstand between my house where I grew up and the BART station, the subway station, mm-hmm. uh, on sixteenth Street in San Francisco, where I my mom would allow me to get a bazooka bubblegum. If she was with me, she would we would go in and, you know, whatever it cost, a dime or a quarter or something like that, I could get a bazooka bubblegum. And so I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. I don't think I ever enjoyed the comics.
3: No. But you did love what Confucius say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were a fan of that, right? And you learned how to put your feet up in the air.
1: I learned recently. I think it was it came up on Judge John Hodgman or something. Bazooka, Bazooka Bubblegum no longer has Bazooka Joe comics in it. Wait, really? Yeah. It has... Inserts, but they have like fun facts.
3: Hmm. Fun facts. Uh, sorry, that's Snapple's thing, Bazooka. I yeah.
1: know. Tell me yeah. about it. Yeah. T- tell it to the Snapple lady. <laughs> oh, Although, gonna... Snapple lady versus Bazooka Joe at one watch. Yeah, that would be fun. You're, You're talking cool. about greasing them up and going to town. Yes. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> By versus, we mean a sex competition. Yeah. <laughs> who can. I mean, the there's only one, one winner in sex, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> Sex is a competition <laughs> yeah. between you and your partner. And I'm undefeated, baby. Sure. <laughs> I, uh, I do pretty good at it. Yeah. Uh, I was going to. I'm five and seven, but I mean. No. Thank you. That's kind of what I was looking yeah. for. I was going to make a remark like that, but it kind of <laughs> fell apart in my head. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, they, they still have Bazooka Joe still exists. Wow. Like, he'll, like, pop up on the margin.
1: <laughs> it seems and just, so crazy like just like tell me. you about.
3: Like what the difference between a blue jay and a cardinal is? (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Like I genuinely I was I found myself after just chatting about bazooka joe for a minute, fantasizing about (laughs) buying a bucket of bazooka (laughs) bubblegum just for myself. Yeah. Just to have and to hold. Yeah. But immediately upon learning that there was no longer Bazooka Joe Comics in there, the idea lost all of its appeal. Yeah. And I went back to just thinking I should buy Yo! MTV Raps cards at the flea market. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> you should That do is that. definitely should, the better choice, by the way. You should get that big tub of gum and put it in your office under the, your table and have your bare feet in it at all times.
1: Ooh. <laughs> and
3: then when, like... You can stand up and you can reveal that you've been soaking your feet in gum and then really add to your mystique.
1: You know what's nice about that Mm -hmm. is uh, Bazooka Bazooka Joe nibbles off all the dead skin. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's like a massage, yeah. and uh, no. it's a whole thing. Okay. But you gotta watch out Help for M- You gotta watch
3: out for Mort, though. He
2: loves those, <laughs> he loves those, he loves those Nazi,
3: nasty little pities. <laughs> Mort's a real foot fetishist.
2: Yeah. Okay. Foot fetishist? Yeah. yeah. We'll
1: yeah. be back in just a second. On to- By the way, Bazooka, give us a call. We've already <laughs> got. A- <laughs> sure,
3: we got a hot new take. White characters <laughs> love them nasty little pities. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart.
3: Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan. Yes. Our program
1: mm-hmm. is brought to the ears now listening toot mm-hmm. by... All the folks who go to maximumfund.org slash donate to support our program. We love them. It's also this week supported in part by Away, yeah, makers of first-class luggage
3: at Coach Price. Mm. Away in a manger, your brand new suitcase. A special holiday jingle for the folks at Away. I could tell it was a holiday song because of the sleigh bells in the background. (laughs) Yes, of course. Uh, I'm sure someone will add those in post. Uh, Away... Uh, is an amazing luggage brand, and they have the perfect gift for everyone on your list. Uh, a, something that's cool about these Away bags is they are able to charge cell phones, tablets, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge of the Away Do carry-on. Do you get it, Jordan?
1: Hmm. Other things that are powered by a USB cord?
3: Oh, yeah. yeah like Nintendo. a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> uh it's a removable washable laundry bag keeps dirty clothes separate from clean clothes that's a fun innovation and there's a lifetime warranty if anything just breaks, mixing them together like i was making a goddamn soup no it's no gumbo yeah. it's your wardrobe that seems like more of a stew is that more of a stew uh well i mean i think it depends on um what's the difference like chunks I think it's a chunk issue, yeah. Meats, okay. sorts of meats. Viscosity, is that part of it? I think it is. I think probably more has to do with the spices. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lifetime warranty if anything breaks. They'll fix or replace it for you for life. Uh, if you got uh, if you got some travel to do this holiday, or if you're looking for a great gift for somebody who likes to travel... Uh, you can get 20 bucks off. An or order. if you just got called
1: for traveling in a neighborhood <laughs> basketball game.
3: Sure, yeah. Uh, why not sit the rest of the game out because you've been <laughs> humiliated? Uh, get on your laptop or smartphone. Uh, go to awaytravel.com slash JJGO. You use code JJGO at checkout to get 20 bucks off a new suitcase. That's
1: awaytravel.com slash JJGO and the code JJGO for $20 off a suitcase because this season everyone wants to get away. In a manger your brand new suitcase. Anyway. Jordan, we're going to the San Francisco Bay Area to perform at the San Francisco Sketch Fest. We sure are. We sure are. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is like our 10th year at SF Sketch Fest. Wow, really? Yeah, it feels like slightly less, maybe 8. I was I feels like exactly
3: 10 to me actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> so why are you should, acting surprised then? Just different experiences. Oh, okay. Because I was right. I'm okay. used to being wrong about these sorts of things. Okay. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, January 19th, 7 p.m., Castro Theater. Judge John Hodgman. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. We got the great Martin Luther McCoy, formerly of The
1: Roots, mm. star of that Julie Taymor Beatles movie. Ooh. Uh, he can really sing his ass off. He can really rock on the guitar and... Uh, at this uh restaurant by my dad's house that my dad loves to go to, uh called Breakfast at
3: Tiffany's. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh they used to have a picture of him up on the wall because he's a local celebrity.
3: That's terrific. Yeah. He'll be there. Yeah doing something. Playing guitar and singing. Playing guitar and singing. Yeah. That's how appropriate. Yeah. That's what he's known for.
1: I think we'll have and I have Fitz Clark also from uh Minority Corner there.
3: Amazing. Yeah. Uh also January 19th. You can make it to both these shows, by the way, if you want a, a full night of entertainment. After Judge John Hodgman at 10.30 p.m. at Cobb's Comedy Club doing an all-new episode of Bubble live on stage featuring, of course, you got the core cast there, Eliza Skinner, Cristela Alonzo, Allison Becker, Mike Mitchell, special guests, uh, oh, special guest narrator, Gene Grey. Oh, yeah. From the world of hip-hop music. Formerly known as What What. Sure. Uh, Jonathan Colton. Uh, will be there also to... from the world of hip hop, <laughs> right? Uh, young Jonathan Colton, Y U N G. He will be there performing new, uh, all new, legally dissimilar songs we can use on the podcast. I love Colton's new face tattoos, by the way. <laughs> they look really, really good. Um, and uh, hey, maybe, maybe we got a couple of new special guests yeah. that we're ready to announce. We're kind of rolling out this lineup I slowly. I think we like go Coachella. to this show. That's my
1: feeling. Fuck George, Judge John Hodgman.
3: <laughs> Yeah, I think I, they can go to both, right? Yeah, but they should fuck Judge John Hodgman. Yes, of course. If his wife says it's yeah, okay, yeah. and if he says it's okay, yeah, you should have both of their permission. Yeah. Uh, so also, uh, joining the cast will be the great, uh, stand-up and sketch comic uh, Sarah Claspel. Uh, uh-huh. you know her from the Asian AF comedy group and uh, the podcast that's just about Rent. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's joining the cast on stage. Uh, oh. Can
1: I tell you something, Jordan? Yeah. I spent an hour listening to that, but it felt like nine million. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know, I know what you're getting <laughs> at. Been better if I could 600 say the number. Six hundred minutes. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, uh, also joining us in an acting role, Nick Weiger from The Doughboys. Wow. Yeah. Getting him up there with his podcast co-host to do some acting. See how broad he can get that emotional laugh act. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> uh also, Jesse, you'll be performing a little part in Bubble. Oh,
1: I just found this out. Yeah, I asked you last week. You asked if I could be there, but I now I know I'm cast.
3: Oh, okay. I it was I to, knew I was up it for was a It was to read a are you Jesse, you got the role. Yes! You got the role. Yeah. Uh, wow. Congratulations. How well, do you well, feel? I'm, I'm glad that you knew that I was willing to do what it takes. Yeah. You you were. Yeah. And, um, also just Camille Nacciani dropped out. So, oh, yeah. Well, sure. So, thanks for stepping I in. I mean, that cool. guy's got a fucking Oscar nom. Yeah. Thanks for stepping in at the last minute. And if Camille decides to do it, then you're out. But so. Okay. Okay. But just letting you know. So the character is still going to be Pakistani? I mean, that's just a choice you're going to have to make. Oh, also, don't make that choice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> don't make the choice. Just be. Just, Thank you, Jesse. Just be yourself. This is just just a, be yourself and have fun. A remake of the Peter Sellers movie, The Party, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I hope not. <laughs> uh, and hey, Jordan, Jesse, go live at the Punchline uh, Sunday, January twentieth, one p.m.
2: Mm.
3: It's going to mm. be a lot of fun there, mm. at the right there at the Punchline. Right downtown, Jordan. One p.m. brunch show. <sighs> Bring your eggs. No, I don't know if they'll allow you to bring eggs with you.
1: But do bring eggs and see what happens. <laughs> sure. If we're bad, throw them at us like uh, <laughs> an old-time politician. Either way, throw them at us. I want to be able to say that I've had been had eggs thrown at me. Yeah, I want a, like, a whole head of lettuce. Oh
3: God, that'd be great. Hurl that lettuce at me. What
1: about a fat, juicy pomegranate?
3: Mm. <laughs> mm. Got all those
1: seeds. Mm-hmm. You're trying to catch them in your mouth like yum, snowflakes. Yum yum yum. Is so
3: tasty. Like Pac-Man. Yeah, that's. a... That's what he does. <laughs> He's eating pomegranate seeds. Uh, SfSketchFest.com or MaximumFun.org for ticket links. Can we promise – what can we promise to people who go to all three of these shows? Oh, the hat trick, you mean. Yeah. Um. Who? Yeah, we should have something for people who go to all three shows. I agree with you. So it'll be something. Should we bring the robot up there? Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. The Eastern European robot. Do we give that to the person who goes to all three shows? Yeah, well I mean we'll see how many people do it, but you gotta bring your ticket stubs or what have you. Yeah.
1: You gotta be able to prove it, you gotta have the receipts. For a chance to win the robot. For a chance to win the robot.
3: I love it. Brian can bring it in his luggage because I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Brian, remember to bring the robot. Okay, I like this. This is a little piece of the show's history. Yeah. This is For far, you. this is
1: the original robot. What happened is my son, my youngest son, put it in the toilet. Mm-hmm. My wife took it out and dried it out, but then she forgot about it for a while in the closet, wrapped up in a towel. Then my son Oscar believed it to have been broken forever. We do not believe it is broken forever, but we did not want to inform
3: Oscar of that as long as we had him believing that it was broken forever.
1: And, so I took it here to the office.
3: And now we're giving it away yeah. to a lucky fan who comes to all three SF Sketchfest shows.
1: Boring storytelling is always my hobby. <laughs> let's get back to the show. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And
3: I'm Brendan Hay, Herald of Galactus. <laughs> that yo you're not that's the silver surfer you right. motherfucker right. <laughs> don't pretend Actually, to be the silver surfer well alright technically I'm the second herald like a second assistant mm. surfer did all the world scouring telling sure. people they were gonna get eaten and I just did a lot of the scheduling okay I'm sorry I got so mad. It's
2: cool. You know what? You You stood up for surfer. I get it. You know what?
3: It's on my resume. I answer that at every interview.
1: I didn't know that you had already done the apprenticeship and done all the work (laughs) to get into the union. (laughs) And honestly, I respect that. Thank you. you. I I can't tell you that I don't respect that. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, By the way, Mm -hmm. speaking of heraldry. Yes. Nice bugle.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And Hey, Jesse, speaking of herald. Nice mod. <laughs> what does that mean? Who cares? Hey, hey Jordan, speaking
1: yeah. of Harold, nice International Tribune.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Any more of these? No. Yeah. Nice improv format? That's what I was trying Not to get to, but I couldn't yeah, think yeah, of. Yeah, sure, sure, No, no. Or, uh, no, never mind. I was trying to do a mod thing and lost that also. That's nice okay. Be Arthur. Yeah. I
1: spent most of the first segment <laughs> trying to bring up Harvey's Wallbangers, the early 1980s <laughs> Milwaukee Brewers mm, team. Sure. Gorman Thomas was their stark slugger, Jordan.
3: <laughs> uh Brendan was telling us over the break that he he got his he has some nice pug socks, mm-hmm. pug dog socks. Indeed. And it's it it's as a result of people uh giving you a lot of pug stuff. Yeah. It's uh my wife and I we're now on our second pug, and I feel like it's that says meet us now pug people, and I feel like that just has meant uh more and more pug gifts, which uh you know, it's very nice. There's a lot of good pug apparel out there. Yeah. Seems to just draw in good designers.
1: What are you looking at? underwears?
3: Uh oh I I might have a pug uh, pair of boxers. Yeah. I might. I might. Might not.
1: <laughs> might, might not. The yeah. only one way to find out, Jordan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> ask him. Ask him. Ask him. <laughs> Those are like really like uh, nice uh, consent focused. Bl- yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I I I am s- experiencing a similar uh, a similar thing in my life. People know that I'm like cat guy now, mm. so I just get a bunch of cat stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I love it. That's what I, was say. <laughs> I love it more. It's really not a bad thing once yeah. you get that identity and it also I feel like makes everybody else's life easier if, Oh, we have a go to gift thing. This is sure. nice. It makes it I easier for them.
1: Ad- my great. Aunt Marty was into puffins for a while. Oh yeah. yeah? There you go. Is yeah, that, you could just that, get her some puffin bullshit. What
3: puffin <laughs> bullshit is there other than the cereal?
1: Well, that's the thing. I think that we just send her. We'd send her the the puffin cereal. Only one time I accidentally just bought her a whole case of Good Friends.
3: Oh no! <laughs> um, no, I think and uh, she loved she loved puffins, but hated interracial friendships. I right? think it's <laughs> <she> just, <laughs> just made her mad to tear open the box. And Certainly see. among older
1: middle aged <laughs> women, <laughs> right? Sure. <laughs> I think the thing with uh, if your thing is something as specific as puffins. Mm-hmm. The issue that you're going to run into, and I think you're getting there with Pugs, although there's like a whole world of dog crap. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, But I think the issue that you're going to run into is anytime someone sees any Puffin thing, they're going to get it for you. Sure. Like, I think with Brendan and the Pugs... Sure, like if you're out to get Brendan a gift, which you and I are, Jordan. We sure, would, always in the market. Yeah, Curry favor with the Herald of Galactus.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sure, would like. Could always through, find a new planet, <laughs> devour our world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm setting his uh, Tuesday at noon. You tell me if he's eating here or not. Uh, Tuesday's not great for mm-hmm. me. Okay, No, I'm just so busy. <laughs> oh, I'm so busy. Yeah, can you send me one of those websites where you click what
1: times you're available? Sure, sure, and sure. Yeah, give
3: yeah. you the options of when you want to be devoured. because uh, yeah, I get
1: a lot of meetings and. Stuff. Yeah, I'm in mean show business. So.
3: Oh, oh, I didn't realize.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: um How's Galactus' early 2019? Uh, <laughs> well, I was actually going to say if you're in show business, Galactus has a spec. Would oh, you mind reading it?
1: I'm glad to read it. Okay. okay. And I'll show it to some of my agent friends.
3: Please. that's Look, Galactus didn't want to ask, but if you're volunteering,
1: I should clarify. Yeah, and I
3: guess if we could get him that staff job on Brooklyn 9 9, maybe he wouldn't devour our planet, the one where <laughs> yeah. Brooklyn 9 9 exists. Exactly. Look, he's just a fan. They always have good cold opens. He's in. Very good cold opens. Jordan,
1: is that why you've you've kind of eased off on threatening to devour the planet because there's the prospect of maybe yeah. getting
3: staffed on Brooklyn? Nine-Nine? That would be really nice. Um, you know, I know a couple of people over there, so yeah. I mean, I think it's just you know a matter of when the spot opens up. Maybe AP Bio. AP Bio would be great. Love that yeah. show. Yeah, sure. um, Dennis great, is on great there. Staff over mm-hmm. there. Uh, so yeah, just like you know, if anybody's got any openings and uh, also wants to save the world uh, mm-hmm. from being mm-hmm. devoured mm-hmm. by mm-hmm.
1: me. You don't have to have formerly been a writer on The Office, but it helps. Sure. Yeah. That would be nice. You 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 can have formerly been a
3: writer on Parks and Rec. Exactly. Wow. So many options. (laughs) These are very diverse stats. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um I wanted to on the topic of gift giving. Mm, I yes. wanted to bring up the holiday season.
1: Yeah, well it, it we're actually in the you don't actually have to bring that up because we're right in the midst of it.
3: Sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, I won't then. Yeah. Uh, Brian is inserting the jingling bells into all the <laughs> all the conversations we've had so far. I I have been noticing. I have been noticing uh there's a there's a billboard near my house for the for the Kurt Russell Santa movie. Mm. Have people seen this billboard or this movie? I know the billboard. There's a
1: movie where Santa is Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell Mm -hmm. is Santa. Okay.
3: And it's called The Christmas Chronicles. And on the billboard, he has a gizmo-like gremlin character on his shoulder that is not gizmo, but... Is this a
1: theatrical film?
3: Uh, straight to Netflix. Straight to Netflix. But okay. I want to say that at least produced, if also maybe written by Chris Columbus. I think yes. I think it has one of those one of those kind of strange poster things. Exactly. Like, you're not quite from sure. the people who brought you yeah, Harry the, Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. people I know...
1: who brought you nightmares from watching the vacant <laughs> eyes of Tom Hanks in the Polar Express. Sure, <laughs> yeah, sure,
3: sure. Yeah, right. Yes, yeah, from, from, from the makers of the Uncanny Valley. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, and I so I noticed that and then i've also been noticing a commercial i think it is for it's for some sort of american car you know these tough american cars right I'm oh sure. god they're so tough you guys are gear, yeah. you guys are gearheads i'm all yeah. about the torque sure torque <laughs> Gas mileage. Oh, Displacement. Sure, sure. Yep. Yeah. Horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Axles. Yeah. Hey,
1: guys, uh, call me crazy, but I went ahead and got
3: the sport mats. Whoa. Radio, AM, and FM. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, so this commercial for this American car. It didn't have shortwave. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> radio, AM, FM, and ham. <laughs> <laughs> I have a ham radio in my car. So, I can talk to truckers yeah. mm-hmm. and let them know when I can suck them off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who cares? You go ham on your ham. I go ham. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, wouldn't it, it be great if Spider Ham
1: was just <laughs> Spider Man? <laughs> and his obvious ham radio instead of a big Spider Man? That would be good. Yeah. yeah. That would be good.
3: Be good. Uh, so, <laughs> in this commercial, 10-4. features. <laughs> <laughs> breaker, breaker. <laughs> uh, in this commercial, features a a, a a muscle Santa wearing, I think, like overalls and no shirt. Like, this is different from Kurt Russell. Different from Kurt Russell. No. It's a different okay. second Santa. Got it. Um, and he has like a sledgehammer, and he's like building this car, and really wow. just sweating it up. Yeah. My question is: Do are <laughs> do we currently and Or have we always, and I just have not noticed, do we currently or have we always wanted to fuck Santa? Hmm. And why is this coming up now? I mean, I'm more of an elf fucker. (laughs) Sure, I know, (laughs) yeah. That's right. I've seen your profile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, Yeah, it seems like there are so many, there are a lot of horny images of Santa. I mean, maybe I'm just projecting my own feelings about Kurt Russell onto the billboard. Well, sure, we all want to fuck Kurt Russell, that I get. But, um, well, how old is the song I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus? Oh, yeah. So I think there's always been a little Santa fuckery in the air. Sure. Um, But that
1: was just, Mommy was, was... Was kissing. It wasn't Santa Claus. It was a metaphor. So I think in that song, it's about mommy cheating on dad. <laughs>
2: sure, sure. okay. right.
1: right. That's Is fair. That
3: right. That's fair. I think that's with a with, a with a mountain <laughs> man, <Yeah. laughs> a just trapper, beer trapper. Yeah.
1: just a drifter who's yeah. blown into town. Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, I guess like you know, he's a he's a he's a gift giver. Mm-hmm. So that. You know, kind of implies a certain amount of generosity, I guess. You know. And he is both. It seems that he is well to do and doesn't have to work, so he'd be around a lot. You can kind of have a good time with him. Yeah, I mean, his December's probably a little bit rough. But, yeah, I mean, up till then he probably has a lot, yeah, a lot of time on his hands. Not mm-hmm. hard to get a hold of.
1: You know who would be? You know who would be good to pair up with uh, Santa? Hmm. Elvira, because she gets it, you know? <laughs> yeah. She sure. She gets
3: what it's like to
1: have like a busy season. One and busy then you kinda of lay back for a mm-hmm. while.
3: Oh, are you suggesting some sort of sex competition, Elvira versus Santa? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I that's you know, I man. wanna see who wins that. Yeah. <laughs> My money's on Elvira. <laughs> uh, it depends. If it's Kurt Russell, Santa. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. You get to pick the Santa. Sure. And does Kurt Russell, the Kurt Russell Santa c- have all the powers of previous <laughs> Kurt Russell characters? I assume so. I assume this is like a culmination for s- him playing Santa. He he looks he looks so much like his character on the billboard. He looks like his character from the Hateful Eight. <laughs> so I like I like the idea that maybe that character was Santa the whole time. Just watching that movie. I like that. With the knowledge that maybe he was Santa. That wagon uh, was actually a sleigh going through. Yeah, sure. Hateful sure. Eight with Santa. I'm in.
1: Uh, One of Kurt Russell's children is the star of a television program that I enjoy watching called uh, Lodge 49. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Very, very fun television show. And before he was the star of Lodge 49, he was a European professional hockey player. And I just think that's what it's like to be kurt russell's child i think his mom is goldie hawn i'm not sure are they they are all their children's shared i think his mom is goldie hawn.
3: i believe for that one i believe so i feel like it's not necessarily on all children but that one was it wyatt yeah, I believe, wyatt. Right? yeah. he's great on the show
1: yeah um and but i just think like they're like honey do whatever you want and he <laughs> says i would like to be a professional hockey player and sure they'd be like well Off to Luxembourg, (laughs) here's your goalkeeper's
3: glove. And what will happen if I get bored of that? Ah, yes, you'll come home and be on AMC. Yeah. (laughs) Well, good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll
1: call Christopher Columbus for you. (laughs) Right, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it would be nice to be uh, either a sexy Santa or a
3: celebrity's child. It would be nice. Mm-hmm. Did you guys consume a lot of Santa-related media as kids? Did you guys have a – Oh, yeah. Yeah. I also – because I was in the perfect age range for when that Santa Claus the movie came out, the one that starred oh, Dudley yeah. Moore and John Lithgow. I don't so, think I've seen this one. Oh, it is fantastic. It is uh, – I believe from around like mid-80s, like 1985 I want to say. Um, by
1: fantastic, you don't mean oh, good. No.
3: no, no, no. But I watched it so as a kid. I think I actually thought it was good because it was one of my like most rented movies and watched it over and over. I've seen Did it. You I think...
1: Keep like a Last FM list. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's on my um, – what is it filmography of sorts. You're yeah. Like,
1: hold on, let me check my spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah. Last, yeah. Mm-hmm. number three.
3: Yeah. Uh, I do actually keep a spreadsheet of movies, so that is that. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, no wonder you were that at hit Elliot's a little house. closer. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna own up to the part that just stung in there. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I watched uh, a shit ton, so uh, it is not good at all. It, um, I think, also might have been released in August. Weirdly, it was like one of those kind of weird things. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Classic Christmas in August. Yeah. You know,
1: that was there was a time when a movie would just hang out. Yeah. In movie theaters,
3: yeah. definitely, yeah. yeah, sure. What about that opening weekend? Yeah, the yeah. like long game.
1: Yeah, just get it would really get around. You know, Lithgow would travel from town to sure. town. introduce it. Yeah. Was a road.
3: yeah, sure. A heralds... It could only be playing in one theater yeah. per city with so. his herald's bugle, <laughs> <laughs> and of course Galactus in tow. Sure. <laughs> it was there in case, yeah. Um I rem- I have I have fond feelings of Prancer. Do you guys remember? Oh, I remember Prancer. Prancer? Sure.
1: The Prancer, the uh the, reindeer. the donkey from
3: Santa Claus. Yes, yeah, Santa Claus's donkey. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh do you not know about Santa, Jesse? <laughs> I don't I'm not an expert. No, well yeah. Uh <laughs>
1: so did- Prancer is can Santa Claus's famous donkey. Mm-hmm. And then he's got a, there's a Lady Santa Claus. Sure. Sure. And there's a couple of little skinny Santa Clauses.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. They build the toys. They're called Santitos. (laughs) (laughs) And the Lady Santa is Santina. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, this is the Christmas story. And he lives with
1: a penguin or something. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And of course, it's all, um, you know, it's all just bullshit to distract us from the reason for the season, which is Jesus Christ. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. you for putting the Except Christ back applause in Christmas.
1: Accepting on behalf of Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I'll relay it to the big man tonight. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> hey, I just want to take a minute to dedicate this podcast to JC. Big ups, <laughs> big ups to JC. Big man in the sky. Yeah. Died for our S.
1: Oh, I just assumed, <laughs> I initially assumed JC Chazé. <laughs>
3: can't see how. Yeah. Oh, is he not <laughs> the <son> of god? <laughs> He's who I worship. No, I, worship I think he's one of the
1: second tier members of NSYNC.
3: Oh, <laughs> yeah. well. Second tier. Interesting. Yeah. What's well, your tier breakdown? I would think... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What's your NSYNC ranking, Jesse? Fourth tier would be Timberlake, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sure. Who are the other members of NSYNC? Uh,
3: all right. I'll actually think. Of, all right. We got Fatone. Can we do this? We got, can can we do this? Joey Fatone, Chris Kirkpatrick, uh, Timberlake, JC Chavez, and Lance Bass. Yeah. Okay, now Lance Bass
1: is the one who's been to space, so he's
3: number one. Yeah, that makes sense. Which (laughs) of them have been to space? (laughs) I think just Bass. I want to say Fatone tries. You would think that (laughs) Bass Bass would invite Chazet. Did he return to Earth or was he devoured by Galactus? (laughs) 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 He became a herald. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. He got turned into Terax. Hmm. Hmm. I don't even yeah. I don't know that reference. That, I went Wait, deep, so sorry. what, what is... was that? Uh, Terex was a later uh, Herald of Galactus after Silver Surfer. Oh. In case again you were still wondering why I might be friends with Elliot Kalin. Why are you know. we
1: Why are we talking <laughs> about Prancer and not the New Gods? <laughs> uh, sure, uh, Jordan. let I want to hear about Prancer because I, yeah. I sincerely don't even know what Prancer is.
3: Prancer is a oh god. Maybe you can even fill in my gaps mm. on Prancer. I just remember it being my my Christmas movie that I enjoyed. It was about a little girl who has a reindeer farm and then one of them turns out to be Prancer. Yeah. That sounds, I, it's one that I remember watching in bits and pieces on cable, but that all checks out. That would have been my thing like little get, girl ends up with one of Santa's reindeer. He gets promoted to Prancer
1: or I think he she was, finds that he's a decrepit old <laughs> Prancer. <laughs>
3: yeah. I think he's always been Prancer. And yeah.
1: She's like, you're not going to, you're going to turn into glue. Mm hmm. We got you here on the farm. Mm-hmm. And yep. she finds out he can fly. Yeah, and then they turn them into glue anyway. Yeah,
3: <laughs> and then they uh, sniff the
1: glue to get high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it's a very bad movie. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: look, the family farmer's in tough times. I yeah.
1: feel like the o- I, the only Christmas-related movie that I can really remember watching is Miracle on 34th Street. My mom was a big oh, Miracle sure. on 34th Street. I remember liking it a lot. I had not seen um, uh, what's the It's a Wonderful Life mm-hmm. until last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. My whole life, I. I think i don't like old movies
3: <laughs> uh, they're a little <laughs> dull sometimes there's
1: a point somewhere around like 1968 where before that it's got to be a real
3: monster
1: <laughs> yeah
3: yeah oh yeah the i uh i i did a thing recently where i listen had i had a couple of cocktails and i was listening to you must remember this oh sure sure <laughs> as i do this is my life uh, and I I bought a like Blu-ray set of all the Universal uh, monster movies, oh, very nice, wow. which I had not seen oh, yeah. all of. I think I had seen maybe Frankenstein and the Wolfman. Mm-hmm. You are well on your way to your destiny of becoming
1: uh, Dana Gould too. <laughs> yeah,
3: oh, I would love to be Gould too. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's just in hopes of maybe someday by twenty, some day by twenty twenty two, getting an invite to that Elliot Caden birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just taking steps now. I'm laying the foundation. Yeah uh yeah um but I'll, yeah i'll take it will take an invite to Dana Gould's birthday party yeah,
1: oh, if you're I out agree. there Dana Gould's
3: birthday party. one time I went to his house, mm-hmm. you know who his house belonged to <laughs> Roddy McDowell yeah
1: Roddy McDowell from Planet <laughs> Wait, of the really? Apes yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he had a giant uh, Planet of the Apes totem pole <laughs> that was really from one of the Planet <laughs> of the Apes
3: movies that's <laughs> amazing yeah uh these universal horror movies yeah. are they're noteworthy in a lot of ways. Uh they're about eighty minutes, which is great. Oh, perfect. Mm. So you can really watch a movie, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. They still manage to be pretty boring. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh but they do always have like a couple of really striking, amazing scenes in it. Like where you're like, Wow, I can't I, I, I can't imagine what it was like to see this in nineteen thirty five or whatever. You were probably fucking freaking out. <laughs> uh Bride of Frankenstein is really funny, like genuinely. Mm-hmm. Like it's really weird. There's, you know, There's just some kind of, like, yeah, there's a lot of, like, fun camp in it. It's Mm -hmm. definitely, like, the best of them. I know that's, like, a cold take, Bride of Frankenstein is the best (laughs) one, but it's it's true. It is. Um, And I remember the last one I did was Phantom of the Opera. (sighs) Boy, that is mostly opera. That is mostly (laughs) just people, they filmed an opera, which I'm sure at the time. You're like I'm watching an opera. How often do you get out to the opera? And I'm, I live in Poughkeepsie, and yeah, I'm just watching like an... the
1: world's most popular musician, Enrico Caruso. <laughs> sure, <laughs> they haven't invented pop music yet.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, like the end of that movie is really spectacular. They you know get the Phantom in his lair, and it crumbles around him. It's really really spectacular. But up till then, you are just watching several operas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Have you ever watched that movie? Uh, this is just on the subject of uh boring movies that will have really amazing things in them that will really stick with you. Have you ever watched the Passion of Joan of Arc no uh-uh uh, this is a silent film and it is all close ups uh it is i don't i saw it when I was seventeen or whatever so this is twenty years <laughs> ago sure. but my memory of this film, which i guess is i don't, is like a, one of the greatest movies Sure, or something. it's always cited as yeah, uh, yeah. My memory of this film is that it is exclusively composed of, like, super close-ups of an incredibly expressive woman's eyes as she is tortured to death. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, I remember it just, that's all, like, that is the thing that has stuck with me. And I think, it, I guess, like, at a, after a certain amount of time has passed, there's just not enough universality to make it not boring sure. you know what I mean <laughs> but what you can hope for is you came up with like one thing that'll really bother people for the rest of their <laughs>
3: lives that's a pretty good goal I feel like for all art if you yeah. can't yeah if you're not gonna knock it out of the park just haunt sure yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, and also also important to remember when uh, when when Catholicism says passion, they mean torture. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, just one of those little things that maybe doesn't doesn't sync up. Yeah, yeah. No, pretty, Did pretty you
1: know that's why a passion fruit is called a passion fruit? Sure, because it's mm-hmm. so
3: torturous to eat. <laughs> <laughs> no, Except when you say, mix it with orange and guava, then it's delicious because it's supposed to suggest the passion of the Christ. What really? I'm not really? making this what up. What do you mean? In what Like way? in the color of the juice? Or? Yeah, it's <laughs> like a bloody mess. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that wild? That's insane. Yeah. Wow. Now,
1: now I will. I'm going to backtrack and go ahead and say there's a <laughs> 20% chance I'm making that up. But no, I'm I love it. 80-20. <Coca-4> uh, I'm on the 80 on that. that
3: that's fine. fine. He was juiced for our sins. Okay. <laughs> let's. Or JC Chavez.
1: Let's take a break. We'll come back with more in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go
0: la 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 la
2: la 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 la
3: la 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 la
0: la 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 Hello, Maximum Fun. I am Oliver Wong, scholar, journalist, DJ, etc. And I'm Morgan Rhodes. I'm a music supervisor who loves stilettos. We host Heat Rocks, a music podcast where we talk to influential artists and scholars about the albums that changed their lives. On our most recent episode, we had the chance to talk with none other than R&B legend Macy Gray about one of her favorite albums, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by (laughs) Yeezy.
2: We get deep talking about everything from
3: Kanye's college dropout days all the way up to his most recent shenanigans.
1: I just think it's weak, and I don't think he has to do that, and, and I was just disappointed.
3: So make sure you, dear listener, are subscribed, because you definitely do not want to miss this conversation.
1: Hate
0: rocks every Thursday right here on Maximum Fun. La, la,
2: la, la, la,
1: la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the cameo man.
3: (laughs) Uh, Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brendan Hay, former second herald of Galactus. Oh, did you get... I'm going to be honest. No, that's... I explained it earlier, so... Thank you. Yeah, that's a little more... Yeah, that's a little I'm not going to lie on the resume anymore. Sure. Yeah. Uh, It's like, you know, if you say, you know... Don't say you're an executive producer if you were an associate producer. Exactly. I mean, how many times are you talking to someone uh, and they say they're an executive producer day. when they're really an associate producer? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: this is my life. <laughs> I, I wanna, yes, Jesse. I want to clarify one quick thing, which is that I am not the cameo man because I've been making cameos and things. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I have not had the opportunity to make very many cameos and <laughs> yeah. things. I was on that one episode of Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I really, uh, I really
3: mispronounced Camaro, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I just was listening to the song "Word Up" by Cameo. Oh, oh here. okay. I was yeah. Really getting down. Um, but I have uh, I have two questions about the the song "Um, Word
3: Up" by Cameo. Oh, sure. Hold on. Okay. I actually, I'm going to take out my phone, guys. I have some music related things to say too. <laughs> so, okay. <Let's, laughs> Brendan, you can yeah. do, do if you want to as well. Sure. I have some questions. Go ahead. You ask yours, and then I'll ask mine.
1: So people probably know the song Word Up. You know the song Word Up. A word up. up. What's the word? A word up. Um, It starts, you pretty ladies around the world, I got a weird thing to show you, so tell all the boys and girls. And what... That seems to me like it's got to be a disfigured penis. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
2: Like,
3: I, or disfigured testicles, for sure. It's yeah, one or the other. Yeah. There's only, <laughs> only three things that could <laughs> be. Yeah, exactly. <Like> <laughs> or... An unpleasant taint? Uh, very true. My or first. also pleasant taint. That mm. actually would be the unexpected part. Sure.
1: My first thought My is
3: family uh, summered in pleasant taint. I kind <laughs> of. Do yachting. On the cape, huh?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. cape of pleasant taint. <laughs> the cape of good taint.
2: <laughs>
3: don't get it. Don't hey, they're up. all good taints, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't. But don't cross me the... Me either. <laughs>
2: I don't know either.
3: Well, we really talked ourselves we into our a corner here, Brendan. Why are we saying things? It's just... Uh, Taint, taint, misbehaving. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I mean, initially I thought, well, it could just be like a, a particularly distinctive scar or something, right? But then, why are you getting? Why is it just for the pretty ladies? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. why do they need to get uh, uh, everybody? You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Why? Uh, yeah, sure. Why are you showing everybody your? Yeah. You're, it seems like something that maybe you would, like, discuss with a partner beforehand Yeah, in oh. a kind of an intimate setting. Or are they trying to, like, open source a cure for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, spread the word. I have a problem. I t- want somebody <laughs> to figure <laughs> this out. Do you know any scientists? It's just like posting it on Yahoo Answers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is this normal? I was doing a— I... Wait, I've, can sure. I ask my second yeah, sure.
1: question about the other lyrics? <laughs> I was really, like, I have my windows down, the stereo turned yeah. up, I'm listening to Word Up. I'm looking forward to Candy, which is the next one. I was about to say that's album. really
3: actually the one I yeah. Uh, if it's a candy discussion, I'm in. This, Word up! I'm trying.
1: There's this other part where he says, uh, "We don't," we and this is like a really important part in the song where he says, "We don't have the time for psychological romance." Mm-hmm. And then they go, no romance, no romance. No, you
3: know what I'm talking <laughs> yes, about? Yes, yeah.
1: The fucking psychological romance. What the
3: fuck is, <laughs> well, I mean, the fuck think, is well, that? You know, it's a it goes deeper than just a physical attraction. Mm-hmm.
1: It's when you're really fucking with
3: somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's right. when you get to pound town versus pound village. Uh, oh sure, yeah. Um. What was your
1: music question? I just, I, I just was like, I just got yeah. they, they, it's so central to the song. <laughs> it's such a weird phrase, psychological I don't romance. I think
3: used the word psychological romance for yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it sounds like the two of you have never been in love. Oh wow! Well. Even though you're married, it sounds like your <laughs> marriages are shams because if they were, sorry, sorry to break it to you, that no. you guys will um, have to dissolve your marriages after tonight. Damn. But it sounds like if they're not built on a foundation of psychological romance. <laughs> I mean, where do you go? Now, where there's, do you a, go? there's a Jenga to- tower waiting to tumble. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. Left hand green. <sighs> it's a twister.
1: Ours was <laughs> ours was built on a foundation of oncological romance. <laughs> no. i like that in a cancer war. Oh, <laughs> okay. well, yeah. Yeah.
3: That's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, is that where you lost your hair? <laughs> yeah. That was a nice thing to say. I'm it's sorry. okay. It's I'm okay. sorry. It's okay. And We've I'm been sorry all the, a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You could, you know. But also, I mean, also I shouldn't, it's, uh, it, it's, it's- I think It's the what, cancer patients as well. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was wrong. What's important- I'm growing and I'm changing.
1: What's important, Jordan, what? is that you communicate, take this opportunity to communicate that listeners should not say that to me.
3: No. Yes. <laughs> do not. Yes. Listen, I, listen. Jesse and I have known each other for a long time. Yeah. yeah. We can rib. Yeah. Once in a while. Yeah. You may not. No. Nope. We don't know you. Nope. We don't know you. Don't rib. Nope. These are good boundaries. You can say that you like the show. That yep. feels great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can talk about the
1: 1989 San Francisco
3: Giants. Sure. Sure. Uh, I cannot. Are <laughs> theories on cameo uh, appreciated? <laughs> yeah, yeah that'd be great. Fun. Okay, there we cameo go. Cameo
1: theories. If you, if you hear the song Rubber Band Man by the Ooh. Spinners mm-hmm. somewhere... You can send me an email about it because I talked about it for –
3: frankly too long on the show one time <laughs> uh hey you know you cannot talk about that song enough Brendan, ah, a great Brendan's song. out there online if you yeah. have a favorite Harold of Galactus oh, I'm sure please. he'd love to know there are, there are at least four I can think of off the top of my head so please let's hear him let's hear him uh, alright so we at least got Surfer yes. Nova yeah. uh, Terex oh shit there's the other one I'm, now I'm blanking on the name you know what I take it back I can name three off the top of my head I'm blanking on the fourth the you fourth really
1: one is Harold Baines
3: <laughs> sure. JC Chazet <laughs> <laughs> Lance Bass You got lost in space Lance. oh yeah sure sure uh I was doing a, a search on Apple Music, which is mm-hmm. how I like to listen to music. Oh, wow. For uh, for for something unrelated. I like I like a physical object, something mm, I can hold, can
1: hold in my hold hand. hold it,
3: smell it, minor you know, notes.
1: Yeah. Just a nice, thick, veiny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure.
1: CD, to sure. Yeah. Yeah. CD, yes. CD. <laughs> uh, by the way, Fire
3: Lord. Fire Lord was Fire. the other uh, oh. one on the tip of my tongue. I just didn't want to lose that. Thank you. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, and I and something that came up uh, was a playlist. Sure. Do you think we'll get emails or complaints if
1: I don't say Firestorm the Nuclear Man right now? <laughs> say it. <laughs> okay. Firestorm the Nuclear Man. Good. Okay.
3: Thank you. Saved us. Saved us both, uh, Just because you of...
1: said Booster Gold earlier. Yeah, right? you gotta. Yeah,
3: yeah. you gotta. Uh, and I got a playlist that was called Jimmy Buffett Next Steps. Oh wow. So these are not the essentials. This mm-hmm. is his to do list. This is uh, t- this <laughs> right. is two oh one. Two oh one. And I am like, huh. Because I, 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 something I like about Apple music is they have the essentials. So mm-hmm. if you know you just sure. someone you're kind of casually into, you can kind of get a sense of all the hits. And mm-hmm. then if you like it, you move to the next steps playlist. Mm-hmm. and you know you hear some of the deeper cuts. Sure.
1: I like the idea that Jimmy that at the Margaritaville Corporation, <laughs> when they have one of those board meetings where somebody's writing on a giant notepad with a fat permanent marker mm. or a big uh, dry erase board and they're writing down there, okay. What what are the next steps? We already got a cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> let's come up with some action items here. Uh,
3: hammock fries.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So, <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> hammock prices <is> are solid. <laughs> you can idea. close with that. Uh, so here are. I was wondering what is on the Jimmy Buffett's because I mean I know I mean I think like like comedy men Mm -hmm. i you know kind of know and use buffett mostly as a punchline i don't know a lot about him i know margaritaville i know the restaurant you don't know
1: him personally like (laughs) the mcelroys do for some reason
3: sure (laughs) yes why is that i don't know Uh but I'm like, I wonder what, what are the Buffett deep cuts. Yeah, I'm curious. What is about. on what is on next steps? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna read you some songs. He has a from... really beautiful cover of Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's a Leonard Cohen version. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um so okay, here are some things that are on the Jimmy Buffett Next Steps playlist. One is not one is one is not a Jimmy Buffett song. Okay. So you have to you guys have to figure out because I think I—I I mean, you're not a secret parrot. No, I am not a secret parrot head. I've gone to Margaritaville once with my parents. Yeah. Uh it was—it uh, was a competently enough uh, meal, but yeah, that's sure. about the extent of my Buffett fandom. Okay,
1: it's you're just saying it's no Guy Fieri's oh, burger joint in the Burbank Airport.
3: Obviously, <laughs> that I'm going to be honest—that did send me on to Flavortown. I was only there to fly to New York, but my—I took a detour to Flavortown Town and loved it. Yeah, sure. It. No, Every stop, minute, little stopover. Yep. Okay. License to Chill, Coconut Telegraph, Life is Just a Tire Swing, (laughs) Too Drunk to Karaoke, Uh (laughs) Trying to Reason with Hurricane Season. Only one of these is made up. One of these is made up. (laughs) Okay. Jolly Mon Song, (laughs) Manana, Incommunicado. Wow. Wow. What was the hurricane season one? Uh, trying to reason with hurricane season. So my feeling is that's the made-up one, but I'm going to – No. No? I feel like that's a, that feels too very special episode for Jimmy Buffett. What about Coconut Telegraph, though? That I buy in a, in a heartbeat. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because
1: he's, like, he's always about going A to C, so he didn't want to, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to do Coconut Telephone. Sure,
3: sure. Um, do you guys want to know? Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, it was well. This was a little bit of a trick question. Um, actually, too drunk to karaoke is actually a collab between Jimmy Buffett and Toby Keith. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Fair enough. That is uh, we that's wow. a that's a
1: Buffett X Keith project. Yeah, Buffett X Keith.
2: <laughs> Here, let's we wait. Who gets
1: to a
3: the featuring? Bit? Oh, uh, it's just, just it's Jimmy Buffett ampersand Toby oh. Keith. So I think it's more of a Buffett song. I think we could stop it there. Yeah. <laughs> can, I say,
1: can I say one thing? I went to see the I went to see the movie The Grinch we today. this <laughs> playing in the background.
3: <laughs> Please, turn it off. It's, it's illegal. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. so he's litigious. He's yeah. chill and litigious. This is Jimmy Buffett's two. You characteristics. don't get to have a uh, yeah that kind of empire if you're not. It's yeah, chill. if
1: you're not out there suing podcasts. <laughs> So um, in a way I, saw, <laughs> uh, I saw the movie The Grinch today with yeah. sure. my son, Oscar. Mm-hmm. And um, don't let the mixed to positive reviews fool you. It's a mixed to negative movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a very competently made but entirely unremarkable movie. But I have to say this one thing. There is a Grinch theme song mm-hmm. That is performed by, and this may be the single most inexplicable, <laughs> it's performed Can by- I guess? Yeah. Evanescence. <laughs> Cisco.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, Tyler, the creator. Wow. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> which, like, Tyler, the sure. creator, like, is a guy who got famous with, like, a rap video where, like, he and his friends put all the drugs in a blender and then drink them.
3: <laughs> is, are they- are are they trying to re you know get some of the magic that that a kids movie did with the, like f, like a Pharrell song? Do you think that was the thinking? Is that like Pharrell we is take a guy who has
0: previously
3: Pharrell. been yeah. edgy and Pharrell is in the cast of? the I was going to say he's the narrator for the new version of the Grinch. Oddly oh, enough, oh, oh
1: that's I, what he was. Yeah. I was like, who is who is, who, is, who and why is this narrator? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could not figure it out. Um, yeah, so. Uh, uh, So it's the worst idea that anyone has <laughs> ever had in the history of the world. I mean, Tyler has become a much uh, sweeter guy in terms of his lyrical content over the past, whatever, half decade <laughs> or so. But still, yeah. it's a, what a terrible choice for a children's sure. film. Sure. Uh, but you know what? I'm not going to lie. I kind of liked it. <laughs> Pretty good. And that was probably my favorite part of the yeah, movie. it seems like it, it would be. Tyler the Creator <laughs> rapping about the Grinch.
3: And it was like one of those like old school like he's rapping about the character about the plot like yeah,
1: It's like a, awesome. they flipped the like you're a mean one Mr. Grinch song. <laughs> There's a children's chorus on it. Uh <laughs> and it's and it's Tyler the Creator rapping about the Grinch yeah. and I wouldn't choose to listen to it again, but like I was like, this is dramatically more artistically successful than it has any business being. Uh, at the be end of
3: Venom, Venom, Eminem raps about Venom. That is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like <laughs> rapping about the plot of a film is something that came and went too quickly yeah. in the Ooh, late 1980s and early really 1990s. Did. Yeah, uh, like I, I think that. If if I were making Venom 2, I'd get Tone Loke on the line. Sure. <laughs> get him in there. Yeah. yeah. Distinctive, gravelly voice. You know, when something momentous happens to you, Jordan, or to you, Brendan. Oh, thank you. It would be perfect. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be perfect for you to call us or send us a voice memo so you can participate in our famous segment, Momentous Occasions, which we've been doing now for 12 years, largely out of habit. 206 984 <laughs> And to kill time. <laughs>
2: okay,
1: fair enough. 206 984 fun is the telephone number. Or you can just uh, record a voice memo and send it to us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Here is our first momentous occasion telephone call.
2: Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and Guess. Uh, guessing it's a McElroy this time. A uh, so momentous close. occasion so from So in Colorado. I just Can came out to it, my parents.
1: Brian, the uh, better than uh, a McElroy, like that's a pretty good generic guess. I think from now on, <laughs> just, I'm guessing it's a guy in a Hold Steady t-shirt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. This is
3: every other Jordan Jesse Go guess. Yeah. Brendan's wearing a Hold Steady yeah, t-shirt. Hold Steady are a great
1: band. They're sure. amazing.
3: I like old bands should have a uh, need a previously on for their lyrics. It's yeah. definitely.
2: <laughs>
1: Did you guys see that the the c e o of Twitter said that he said something about he when he came back from his oh God, yeah. meditation retreat he read some of his he checked out his favorite poet Kendrick Lamar oof. <laughs> oof. <laughs> that's literally oh. the worst thing any oof. human being has ever said in their life
3: oof <laughs> oof I think I stopped reading that thread somewhere in his uh yeah. Does he also say that he's he's um, spiritual but not religious? Yeah, I no, would have preferred,
1: so. if he said his favorite poet, two favorite poets that immediately come to mind are Tyler, the creator, <laughs> and the voice of the Grinch. Sure. And... Doctor Seuss. (laughs) Both of those, I would prefer. Mm, Even Tom Yeah, exactly my favorite. (laughs) 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 What other wild pitch artists? (laughs) Um, uh, Sorry, sorry, Brian. I I stepped on that person's actual really exciting. uh, So maybe we can go back.
2: Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. Guessing it's a McElroy this time. A momentous occasion from SoJack in Colorado. I
3: just came out to my parents, and my phone died halfway through. (laughs) And I I realized they hadn't said anything in about a minute, and I thought I was toast, and then I looked down, and my phone was just black. (laughs) So, yeah, that's my momentous occasion. Kind of a moment of shame, but, you know, you can only come out once. And I finally did it. So, thanks, guys. Love the show. Uh, I hope he actually went back and did it as opposed to just calling in here and hoping they would hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, guys only got so many minutes, you know. Yeah, yeah
1: you don't think you don't think those parents listen to Junior he go?
3: I don't know. You know what do? they have any old steady t-shirts? Should,
1: <laughs> should, he should get uh, unlimited nights and weekends. Oh, yeah. sure. That's what I got. I got unlimited nights and weekends, so really I don't even it. have to worry about it if no. it's after, if it's after
2: seven. Why
3: does <laughs> nobody come out over the mail anymore? You I can know. touch yeah. it, write it, smell it. Feel it. You know, I love a good pen.
1: Sure, <laughs> loves pen. I'm gonna. You know what I would love to open, Jordan? A pen store? A stationery store? Oh, just like a cool yes. stationery store for teens who are questioning. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: sure. Or just trying to we figure to out write their, their, their place parents in the a world. note. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like it. it or
1: a yes. succulent store. Oh yeah, but also nice. for questioning teams. <laughs> <laughs> sure,
3: yeah, just to stare at longingly while they question. And people yeah. who have a cat but want a houseplant. That's yes. not toxic that's fair to their cat. Yeah,
1: yeah non-toxic houseplant. You can't can't get that orange spiky plant. No, no. That's, no. that's that's that, that that's so bad. They can get, raise welts if you just walk th- past it. Mm. I don't want. I don't. It's need like the only plant in all of Los Angeles is that orange spiky plant. <laughs> welts. No. You know about that orange spiky I'm plant? I'm not. I'm not familiar with this problem. Well, you he moved here from New York City, That's I guess. That's true, yeah. Everybody don't get those in New York City, nope. I bet. Nope, yeah, we i so got excited about everywhere. losing
3: my mosquitoes, I never even noticed the orange plants. It's mm-hmm.
1: an orange spiky plant, and it's poisonous. Oh. It's everywhere because of its vivid color. Oh. And it's drought-friendly.
3: Well, that makes sense then. Yeah. I would probably have it in my yard. Yeah. It's probably better than, like, those
1: pile of quartz. You know that kind of thing that people put in there? <laughs> yeah.
3: Pile of quartz. Their- Qu- quartz, the yeah. mineral. Yeah. yeah, people just put a pile just, of like, quartz, toss in them in out, backyard. like sprinkle them out.
1: Yeah, like that's like that's as good as a plant. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> Sounds
3: pretty good. <laughs> Sounds better than a plant. Honestly, it's a pile of quartz. Capture's light. Yeah, maybe yeah, so. a pile of gypsum. I don't know. <laughs> naming minerals here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the show is just naming stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mister
1: Mitzopidalek.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like, from based on the caller's attitude, yeah, it sounds like this process went well, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's great, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Congra- thanks, great. thanks for
1: telling us, yeah, way to go. Have we ever yeah. had a, We must have had a coming out on Jordan Jesse Go at some point. Seems yeah, but not with that awesome twist. No, no. yeah, that was well sold too, heartfelt and funny. Yeah, that
3: it was. It was well. It was the showmanship on this was
1: great. Eat your heart out, Gary Marshall's ghost. (laughs) 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 Gary Marshall's ghost is mad because he's never made anything that heartfelt and funny.
2: Oh,
3: (laughs) sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Enjoy hell, (laughs) (laughs) Gary Marshall. We're coming
1: for you, the I think still alive James L. Brooks. (laughs) Pretty sure.
3: Yeah, pretty sure. sure. Uh, fun Gary Marshall factoid that I, <laughs> once I heard this, I just have wanted to tell everybody I ever... Yes. Apparently on the last day of shooting on uh, at least all his later movies, he uh, had the crew throw a parade.
1: Oh, wow. Like they
3: did a wow. crew parade uh, down the set on the last day of filming.
1: Gary Marshall gave show business to careers to two of my wife's cousins. Ah. Uh, and... They just think he was the most wonderful man in the history of the world.
3: That makes sense. And weirdly enough, from probably the similar era. Uh, so my dad, who was a federal investigator and later worked for the FAA, mm-hmm. somewhere right in the middle there before he did this transition.
1: <laughs> he only t- accepted uh, initial jobs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If word, go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah.
1: MLB, here I come.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, right in between him and one of his government working buddies, they decided they wanted to try to be comedy writers. Oh, wow. And this was in the late 70s. Uh Uh-huh. And at that time, Gary Marshall, king of TV, they thought their way to break in was sending him a funny letter because he was employing so many of his relatives a letter to Uncle Gary. And they thought this was like, he's going to read this. He's going to laugh. He's going to hire us. Uh, That did not happen. And years later, he's like, but it's the funniest thing I ever wrote. you got to read it. It is the creepiest thing ever. I am so glad my dad (laughs) did not get arrested.
1: (laughs) This is a really intense story. Yeah,
3: geez It was like, I, oh, this I is mean, so misguided. Because I'm now just thinking the other side of that. I'm like, no, no, why? Oh, Brendan, what it does, it does. I can see getting something like that and feeling like maybe it's a threat. Yeah, there is that thing. It's like, no, you're like kind of simultaneously shitting on me and <laughs> sure, trying to right. yes, get a little too close of me. And yeah. yeah, sure, Brendan.
1: This this story got almost too emotional for me to handle.
3: <laughs> Early
1: on, when I. Re- realized that you were telling me that you you are currently living the dream of your FBI agent father. <laughs> oh yeah, wow. <laughs> like you've
3: cr- you've destroyed your father. Oh no, no, he actually has had uh it, first off he still does what he ends up finding as his outlet for his comedy is he hosted every government in the like tri-state New York area retirement function for about fifteen to twenty years, that's and he'll good. still go back and host and a... like MC things, so. and that became his like outlet on top of everything else. So that's he very gorgeous. much had his comedy outlet. Do you
1: think he might be willing to host the Oscars?
3: Oh, he was very willing. He's got some. He's got some solid material there.
1: But it's got to be like loving, like it can be yeah. funny, but he's it's like a poke, be, like, but not me. a
3: jab. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like you can't say Uma open. No, because no. people will hate that. For it's
3: somebody, a little too, but yeah. Before even though we, it's really fun. Before we make this official, we just need to do a quick peruse of your dad's Twitter feed. Sure, sure. Go back a couple years. Not homophobic. Uh, you know, just just super into dick. Okay, well that's fine. Yeah,
1: no, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, All right. then we're good. We love it. Dick Nixon, that is. Of course,
3: sure. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't a clap for Nixon. You clap for Christ. You clap for Jesus Christ on this show.
1: Nixon happens to be the Christ of presidents. That's
3: true. Uh-huh. He did. Um, he died for us. <laughs> he did die for sure. <laughs> Open up that nice library. Yeah. Uh, let's take another call.
2: Hi. Hi. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and Best. Um,
3: I uh, have a momentous occasion. Um, I just quit my job to pursue kind of a risky career, I guess.
2: Uh, my friend introduced me to financial domination and I just helped her make $5,000 uh, and she's giving me a cut of it. So, moment is occasion. Okay, I have, so... I have nine questions. <laughs> <laughs> my first thought when she said...
1: I really thought... Re- when she said she was, she was taking up a risky career,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I initially thought the person... You know how a knife throwing guy throws <laughs> right. knives at and sure. then it turns out into an outline of a person mm-hmm. she's the person. Sure. that they outline somebody has to
2: outline, yeah. With
1: knives. <laughs> and it's not as risky as you think because they have safety measures. Sure. You know, not just practice, but obviously a lot of practice. Yeah. What's financial domination?
3: Well, I think that is the <laughs> that is like when I think it's a branch of of You know, BDSM, where, you know, in addition to being being, you know, tied up and whipped by someone, you also send them your money uh, because you're a uh, you know, you're a you're a nasty, small dicked cuck.
1: (laughs) By the way, uh, when I went to the Wikipedia page for a financial domination, I got literally three screens full of requests for donations to
3: Wikipedia. (laughs) Sure, (laughs) sure.
1: Uh, it's a it's a practice of dominance and submission where a submissive, in parentheses, money slave, sure, fine mm-hmm. sub, pay pig, <laughs> human ATM sure. or c- cash piggy, sure. Okay, sure, will give gifts and money to a financial dominant, money mistress, fine dom, money dom, cash master or fine dom.
3: The relation Wasn't cash master one of the heralds of Galactus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, think I think that think was yeah. the
1: yeah, show on Game Show Network. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was hosted by one of the heralds. Of <laughs> the <North. laughs>
3: yeah, that was Fire Lord's gig. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, there's, oh, There may be accompanied by erotic humiliation, but there may be virtually no further intimacy between the individuals.
3: I'm huh. – I with The part of – the part of it that was that confused me was that she said she helped a friend do it. Mm-hmm. How do you what? I mean, you've been an assistant clearly, <laughs> yeah, sure. sure uh, how, yes. what I wonder what, how you assist someone in that maybe like helping them set like, up a Venmo account or something, or is it like a Brewster's Million situation of she needed to help spend the money that was being given to oh, help the uh, maybe financial dominated mm-hmm. uh, achieve climax? Hmm.
1: Many pro-doms and fem-doms found this to be a natural extension for any professional dominatrix who is already being paid for fetish services and began to exploit it with clients who shared their fetish. Some dom clients were aroused as much by giving money to a dominant woman as they were by any fetishes they may have been coming to see her for. The dominatrix may also be aroused from being financially worshipped.
3: Sure. Sounds sure. like sounds like an arousing arrangement. Yeah. yeah. For all parties yeah. involved. Yeah. For well, think- the, for the Dom, for the cash pig, and also <laughs> for the Dom's assistant. <laughs> who- <laughs> <laughs> but I guess – you know, I guess this – I wonder if this is like an internship sort of situation mm. where she, you know, kind of maybe tags along on yeah. some financial a couple months. You get the experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or college credit. College credit, sure, yeah. <laughs> where do you go? Like a safe deposit box maybe? Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Well, somebody's like got to do, do the that. bookkeeping. Yeah. Yeah, that's your spreadsheets. Yeah, and, yeah. 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 wonder what – must wonder be. what your taxes are like <laughs> at the end of the year. <laughs> What do you? Well, t- uh, what do you? T- what do you? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll always save what your do you financial your domination receipts. Yeah, there you go. That's rule either- number one, and of course, start an LLC. Of <laughs> yeah, course. exactly. Have either <laughs> of you guys ever had a f- uh,
1: safe deposit box?
3: No, no, huh? No. God, I'd love to have. It you- seems so cool.
1: You got to have something to put in there. Yeah, and I don't have any a hoard of anything. What
3: about yard quartz? What's now yard quartz? <laughs> <What's> yard- <laughs> what are we talking about? Yard, courts yard quartz earlier.
1: The quartz of a yard. Oh, quartz. Yeah, yeah, quartz. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's about quartz. I got, a, I got a bit of yard quartz. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it's worth. I just like the idea. You go, you give the man a key, he mm-hmm. gives you another key, you open the thing. Sure, yeah. You slide, you slide it, it out. out. He makes get fun little, of your dick. You get a little cubby. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Robert Redford robs you. Sure. Yeah.
3: I just want to leave something now Lot for of- my children in. Uh, a safe deposit box. So it'd be a fun oh, little treasure yeah. hunt for them someday. Maybe, oh, maybe yeah. some sure of your that. overflow pug socks. Ooh, very true. Yeah. I like that. Mm, maybe my pugs, my pug depository.
1: Mm, maybe your uh, movie spreadsheet. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah,
3: <laughs> they're gonna want to see yeah. that. Here, girls. Here's Daddy's dirty secret. Oh,
1: yeah. Daddy gave it out a seven. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ooh! In 2017, Daddy decided to watch a lot of John Houston movies.
1: <laughs> Brendan, what are the what are the what are the fields on the movie spread?
3: Okay, so it's uh, all right. It actually is fairly simple. Uh, it right. is just title, uh, a star rating. I stick to the classic one to four. I don't want to go beyond <laughs> oh, wow. that. And so be then nudity, if it's frontal or <laughs> sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, situational, situational, yeah. Because yeah. uh, always you want the sexual situations, not nudity. It's a better guarantee, of course. Right. Um, yeah, no. Uh, it's mainly I love a sexual situation. <laughs> those two columns, plus um, then I just start doing anything particularly noteworthy about it. Usually, just like a performance, or it's like something that I want to remember if I go back through. Mm.
1: Those three. And then later, you jack off to this. <laughs> oh
3: wait. it's more of an end of year thing. It's kind of like edge myself <laughs> for twelve God. months. Oh yeah! Holy sure, cow! Yeah. And a partridge Ooh.
2: in a pear tree. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and then, and then you
1: blast.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go.
3: Come back to WKEP at night. Up next. Looks like we've got a PSA from local forest ranger Duck Newton. Do I start now or? Yeah, I lean in, Duck. Yeah, sorry. Um, okay, I wanted to address the unfortunate situation that. Okay, listen, two people, good people that I and a lot of y'all have known our whole lives, are dead. Torn to shreds. By A savage, uh, bloodthirsty beast that defies human comprehension.
1: If you'd like to know more, stop by the Kryptonomica, Kepler's premier museum of the macabre. Just off highway.
3: Uh, come, uh, come on. We just wanted to warn y'all to, to beg you. If you see one of those things out in the forest, don't fight. Don't scream. Run. Run as far as you can. Doc, it's almost midnight. Listen, folks, if you see anything, please go to thelamplighter.org and let us know. And get behind a locked door tonight. Anything else we need to... Oh, they're leaving. Okay, well, that's thelamplighter.org, and stay safe out there, Kepler. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: it's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I am Brendan Hay, former Herald of Galactus. Can I go ahead and give everybody a PSA? <laughs> sure. Get yourself down to the farmer's market. You know why? Hmm. It's fucking sad, suma season.
0: Mm-hmm. It is
1: sad, Suma season. The king of citrus has returned to cleanse us of our sins. Oh boy! <laughs> Such as the sin of difficult to peel citrus, of
3: seeds, troublesome
1: seeds, insufficiently flavorful, mm-hmm. or too handsome mm-hmm. citrus fruits. It's a weird, lumpy-looking fruit. <laughs> quite delicious. Got myself the first Satsumas of the season, Jordan.
2: I'm living
3: that life. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you do seem, I will say, I didn't know about this set. I like Satsumas. I don't share your enthusiasm. For. I like them. I think they're very good.
1: You always are you fucking talking about cuties or whatever.
3: I do. I do and like cuties. Cuties are delightful. Are cuties are good. Uh, cuties are... Anyway, I, what I was going to say mm-hmm. is... I could tell it was Satsuma season because you seem hornier. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell. I could just get a.
1: Here's the thing about a, about Satsuma season, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Go down the farmers market; they mm-hmm. got those Satsumas in season. You know, I'm not familiar. You so get there. Well, you wait for the cold snap. Okay, it's got. You, they got to have the cold snap to get <laughs> to get ripe. We just had the cold snap here mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. You get that cold snap. Go down there. You get those Satsumas. They look gorgeous, rich, rich red orange color. There's still some leaves on this stem. God, my pants are tight. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, you want us to
3: leave? Ooh, do you want us to stay? <laughs> but you buy.
1: Some concerns. When they're in season and you're at the farmer's mm-hmm, market. Mm-hmm. Or there's a pickup truck in Chinatown full of sure. them. These are the two main situations where I buy them. You run, <laughs> drive past a pickup truck that's parked, and there's just a frenzy of people buying satsumas. Okay. So when you get these satsumas, you buy a bunch of them. I'm talking about you buy five pounds of satsumas easy. Wow! Fill a fill a grocery bag with okay. satsumas. You, it's no problem. You. <laughs> You get them home because they're reasonably priced when they're at the when they're at the height of the season. So off a truck, sure. There's more than yeah, you're buying them off the back of a truck in yeah. Chinatown. They got to get rid of these fucking things, you know. <laughs> they can't; these are, aren't worth anything to them tomorrow. Now is they're living in the moment. That's fair. So they, you get them home, Jordan. Mm-hmm. These things are so fucking easy to peel, and they're so little. You, you just, I'm going to have one of the satsuma with my breakfast. This is going to be you nice, nut. you know. Normally, I just have some grape nuts, but I'll throw yeah. in a satsuma. It's like 9.30 o'clock in the morning, you know? And you're like, man, it wouldn't be easy to peel a satsuma right now. <laughs> Toss another one down your gullet, mm, gotcha. Sure.
3: All of a sudden. 11 o'clock, you're ready for bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it comes to be 9.30, you know? You're You're, sticky, mm-hmm. you're wet. You're confused. <laughs> you don't know where mommy is. <laughs> yeah. You had a boner for... (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you got to call a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the tricky thing about Satsumas. These things are delicious. Yeah. You don't have to take my word for it. Yeah. You know how I found out it was Satsuma season? Uh, How? Hunter Ellenboss posted about it in the Facebook group. Mm. (laughs) See, Hunter Ellenboss posted about fucking Satsumas. (laughs) I'm like, yeah,
3: same day. That was the same day I got mine. See, Facebook isn't all bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mostly, but... Sure. <laughs> some... <laughs> but that's that orange thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's fun. He makes it all out. Yeah. Uh
1: Brandon, yes, where can people watch this television program you work on? And and uh I this is a, one of these fun shows that's funny enough to watch for grown ups. It
3: is. Uh yeah. So Harvey Street Kids on Netflix, uh yeah. Aimed at children, but honestly we really do go for being one of those cartoons that Parents tend to actually enjoy watching with their kids, and even just you know, if you're an animation fan, it's we have a lot of jokes. Uh, more than anything, we are an incredibly joke dense show. So. Is there
1: is there and anything? Is there some kind of age uh, that people shouldn't watch it? Like, do you, does anybody hang dong or anything?
3: No, uh, <laughs> it's all very tasteful dong hanging, sure. so it's yeah. really it's good introduction, like, you like know, Michelangelo style. <laughs> and exactly, the animation yeah. isn't really detailed. <laughs> like you know? no, 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 yeah. no. about when it's the cute nin- dong when yeah,
1: the Ninja sure. Turtles show dong. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: um, No, it yeah, it really is. And uh, yeah. Honestly, my my daughters are very young. They've seen parts of it. It's for any age. Um, and it's super fun. And we got a super fun comedy voice cast like Lauren Lapkus and Danny oh, Poody And, um, yeah, just, it's awesome people are Others. <laughs> uh, and so I was trying to think of who else is comedy world adjacent. But I was like, we got a lot of uh, Atticus Schaefer and uh, Karsh, uh and a whole lot of very, very funny folks.
1: I'm a big Karsh nut. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you try carshnut season, go <laughs> down the farmer's market. Sure, there's a the guy with a truck. Our producer, uh, uh, go ahead, Jordan.
3: I was going to say, I, I, I agree. I, I, I watched a couple of, I've mentioned this earlier, but I watched a couple of Harvest Thank you. I thought it was real funny and good. Thank you. We, we are really in a golden
1: age of children's television being better than it needs to be. Sure. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, I got children. They don't need it to be any good at
3: all. <laughs> Our at all. TV was very bad. Yeah, oh, as it turns out, looking sure. back at that stuff, I know. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah.
1: Truly horrendously execrable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I watched, there was a BuzzFeed article about Square One. Oh, yeah. I saw that recently, too. Yeah, and I was like, well, certainly I fucking loved Square One. Yeah. I loved all that shit. And then there was links to things <laughs> that were really great, like the greatest of the great in mm-hmm. Square One. And I clicked on them. Yeah, I mean, fucking better than Heathcliff,
3: but, <laughs> you know? Sure. Yeah. Better than Jabberjaw. Yeah. No, nothing's better than Jabberjaw. Yeah.
1: What could be better than you Jabberjaw? That. Yeah, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> that, that would be a fun reboot to do. That would be fun. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Jabberjaw. <laughs>
3: Hanna-Barbera? Yeah. If you're out there. Do you
1: think now you've been on Jordan, Jesse Go, they're going to give you the keys to Richie Rich? I
3: hope so. Dear God, this is the goal. That's it. It's you know, or Casper. Either one. Those are the uh, those are the Cadillacs of the Harvey franchise. There.
1: You know who you should get to play Richie Rich? Who are you thinking? Bay Area rapper Richie Rich. Ah, mm-hmm.
3: oh, very clever. I like Aladdin. Yeah, I like it. I don't know if he can act, you but know... he can definitely <laughs> rap about killing people. You know, who you should get <laughs> to play Casper. Who's that? Eliza Skinner's cat Casper. Ooh. Yeah. All right. How about? My Has back? he done voice acting before? If he's only on camera, it, you know, it doesn't translate perfectly. That's true. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, have yeah. to be a little bigger than. You yeah, think. that's be A little bigger than you're comfortable with. Exactly. I know about voice acting. <laughs> uh,
1: my mattress does voice. Acting.
3: There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You know, you should get
3: Casper Weinberger. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) From from the Reagan administration. I I think he's alive? Yeah, Yeah, maybe. 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 That's. I mainly know him from Bloom County. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that cowboy hat that was George W. Bush. <laughs> <Exactly>. That's him.
1: That's <laughs> him. Uh, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. Oh, I'm thinking of Doonesbury. That's oh, yeah. Doonesbury, yeah. yeah. Who cares? It <laughs> was like a talking asterisk at one point. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been more baffled by anything <laughs> than by, like, a collection of Doonesbury comics. Yeah.
2: What is this? <laughs> Why is it
3: good? <laughs> Others read this? <laughs> Why do they It has read? the rhythm of a joke. <laughs> yeah. um, I would
1: really <laughs> rather be reading for better or for worse. Sure, yeah. sure. At least
3: the dog might die. Yeah, they, they age. <laughs> they do age. Uh, Brian dying. Sonny
1: D. Fernandez is our producer. That's his voice that you hear penetrating the soundproof booth. Not much we can do about that. Uh, Maximumfun.reddit.com is where you can join us on the Reddit. There's a lot of fun chat there usually. We want to go chat with Hunter Ellen Boss. You can go there. Uh, You can find our Facebook group uh, right there on the website Facebook. Uh, (laughs) That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hashtag at JJGo on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Jesse Thorne. Jordan is at Jordan underscore Morris. Uh Brendan, you on that? I am. Uh
3: I am at B underscore Hey. B J Y Good H-A-Y. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Good jokes. Thank good you. pug Avi. There you go. You got a pug Avi. Yep. Yeah. That's nice. Do you ever do you
1: ever have a pug competitions with Josh Gondelman?
3: No, I should. <laughs> no. I uh I think I have Less pug competition, more of like a pug uh, solidarity with comic book artist Mike Norton. We okay. have a good little uh, pug bunch. That's really nice. There, I'd yeah.
1: like to see a pug Olympics.
3: Mm. If you think
1: you could, what would the events be? Breathing heavily. Uh,
3: yeah. Uh, sure. How many people can you wake up with your snoring? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Deformed on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go.